Hey friend, welcome back to the Strong Her Way to Eat, Move, and Live. Here we talk all things food, freedom, fitness, and life transformation, helping you heal your relationship to food, exercise, your body, and yourself. Welcome back to the show. It is so good to be back here with you again today. And I hope that the week has been well for you so far. I hope that it is getting off to a good start if you are listening to this on a Monday. Now, today we are going to be talking about a topic that can potentially be a little controversial in the whole diet and fitness space, depending on which end of the spectrum you tend to fall on. Whether you're somebody that is kind of super into fitness and maybe you still find yourself where I was a couple of years ago, where you're constantly tracking, weighing yourself every day or multiple times a week, or maybe you've started to kind of come out of that and you find yourself a little bit on the other end of the spectrum where you're kind of burned out on dieting. Maybe you have a little bit of dieting PTSD and you just, you can't even think about tracking things. Um, you feel like maybe you've just kind of gone to the other extreme where you don't really have a desire to work out. Uh, you notice that you're just kind of in that place where you're wanting to eat all the things that you restricted for so long. So whatever end of the spectrum you find yourself on, or maybe you're somewhere more in the middle, which is where I find myself living these days and it is great. I wanted to just bring you my perspective on tracking, whether you're tracking food, you're tracking your steps, um, you're tracking your workouts and, and your minutes, you're using one of those fitness watches, but it can be something that really can kind of stir up some mixed emotions depending on your previous experience with tracking. So like I said, there are so many different things that we can be tracking and maybe you find yourself tracking your money or maybe you're you're keeping track of your time by using a scheduling system. But when it comes to tracking things around food or exercise, that can feel a little bit loaded, especially with that chronic dieting um, it, it maybe really just elicits kind of a negative experience. So for me, just to kind of give you a quick recap, if this is your first episode, or if you've been, you know, just kind of starting to listen, I just want to give you a quick background. So I kind of went from being a couch potato to being a figure competitor. Um, this didn't happen overnight. In fact, there were so many different diets and workout plans and things like that that I tried. And when I say I tried them, I tried them for a few days. And when I wasn't getting the results right away, I thought, oh my gosh, this isn't working. This is such a waste of my time. And I just kind of quit altogether. Um, fast forward a few years and I really actually did eventually end up learning how to diet successfully. And I'm using successfully in air quotes because um, I don't know. I mean, it was successful in the, in the realm that I lost weight and I was able to maintain the weight loss for almost 10 years. But eventually what ended up happening was it felt like it just became this really heavy chore, this thing that it felt really almost as if I was constantly fighting against my body, fighting against the scale. I had to be super meticulous about what I was eating, how much I was eating, felt really deprived, super restricted around food. And I was kind of obsessed with tracking. Now, when I did the figure shows, of course, with that in specific, you had to be super meticulous about tracking your food and getting things right down to the appropriate macros, right? So I was using a food scale. This was definitely the most extreme tracking that I had ever done in my life when it came to food. 
And while that created the results of weight loss or fat loss and getting stage ready, it also created a lot of obsession around food. So I would find myself kind of throughout the day adding up calories or macros in my head as I ate. Um, and, and it really just kind of triggered, I would say, some food scarcity, I guess, or just fear around food and really fear around getting fat or gaining the weight back. Fast forward even a few more years, and I think this was maybe late 2017, early 2018, I really just had this come to Jesus moment where I was like, I cannot do this any longer. I felt like so much of my life was consumed with the scale and what I was eating and how many calories I needed to be eating and burning and all of these things. And it just felt like it was a distraction to the rest of my life. I had so many other goals and dreams and ambitions that I wanted to go after, but I couldn't even imagine thinking about those things because so much of my life was consumed with what my body looked like or how much I weighed. And by proxy, that meant I had to be really on top of the food that was coming in, the calories that I was burning, And I just kind of threw my hands up. I was like, I can't do this anymore. To me, in my mind, I felt like a healthy lifestyle really should be as easy as living, you know, an unhealthy lifestyle. It didn't feel like I should constantly be fighting against my body. And so that was really kind of what led me down the path of looking at more of a non-diet approach, um, taking kind of an inside out approach, because like I said, I had learned how to successfully diet down and lose weight and keep it off, but what I thought was going to be the result in terms of feeling more confident. Um, You know, I had this picture that my entire life was going to be magically better if I reached a certain number on the scale. My marriage was in shambles. I felt like I was consumed so much with thoughts about myself that I was neglecting certain aspects of raising my kids well. And I just felt like that really wasn't how I wanted to live the rest of my life. So I leaned a little bit more into this non-diet approach and really just kind of had to unlearn so many of the things that I had learned over the years about dieting or about weight loss or all of these things. And part of that unlearning and relearning really was around tracking. Now, to give you a little bit more background, I definitely tend to be kind of perfectionistic in nature. This is something that I have worked a great deal on. And notice that I'm still kind of working on that. Like it still bubbles up every now and again. I am a high achiever. I oftentimes have my hands in so many different things. So I've got all these different balls that I'm trying to juggle and kind of keep in the air. And so for me, I had to really learn how to work on my relationship like I have with food and exercise and my body and the scale to tracking. Now, in all honesty, there was a period of time where I had to completely step away from tracking food. I I still don't really track calories or macros to this point or to this day. Instead, I'm more thinking about being intentional with how many servings of protein am I getting? Am I getting protein and vegetables and fiber at each meal and sort of tracking in that way versus meticulously tracking calories or points or macros or things like that? But I had to really kind of take a break altogether from tracking of any sort and start to kind of sort out my relationship ultimately to myself. But I started with working on my relationship to food, working on my relationship to my body 
and coming to a place of being more accepting, I think, of where I'm at and just understanding that there's a high likelihood that God did not make my body to be the weight that I think that it should be. And I think that for me, that was part of the reason that I felt like I was constantly fighting against the scale. Um, I do believe that a healthy weight is not a specific number, but it's more of a weight range that we all kind of fall into. And it's like when we deviate too far, either way, either overweight or under that range, then our body starts to kind of fight against us to get back within that range. Now, all that to be said, and this is kind of going off on a slightly different topic, it is much easier for us to gain weight and for our body to kind of settle in at that higher weight than it is for us to be underweight within kind of that weight range that our body is going to feel the most comfortable in. So for me, what this looked like when I, you know, when I worked on my relationship to tracking is it kind of just, it came really from the place of separating my worth and my value and my enoughness from the number on the scale and from what my body looked like. It, it was more about looking at tracking as kind of this neutral tool that I could use versus something that I had to consistently obsess over and do perfectly in order to get the results. In fact, that is one of my favorite things to tell myself, to tell my clients is that we don't have to do it perfectly and we can still create results. So you don't have to every single day hit, you know, your specific macro count or your calories if that's something that you're doing. Uh, You don't have to every single day hit your step count or things like that. And I think sometimes what happens when we do look at this tracking is we use it as kind of a scorecard or a report card against ourselves versus just looking at it as this neutral thing of, you know, if, for example, you have the goal of hitting 10,000 steps a day or 5,000 steps a day or sleeping seven hours or eight hours a night, you can look at keeping track as just kind of a neutral thing of, did I hit this goal? Did I not? If I didn't, what got in the way? What obstacles sort of came up? How can I plan for those in the future? If I did hit the goal, if I did hit that target, excellent. How did I do that? How did I create that result so that I can maximize that and continue to create that result over and over and over again? Versus when our identity and our worth and our value and our enoughness is wrapped so tightly into this goal or into the target that we're working on, it it becomes this really heavy thing that we have to work so diligently at, so hard at, because if we don't reach the goal, then what does that say about us? What do we make that mean about who we are? So if you are somebody that maybe you're tracking and you feel incredibly stressed out by all of the tracking and it feels super obsessive, very tedious, like it's super time consuming, then what I want to offer to you is that you might want to explore kind of the way that you are thinking about tracking, why you're tracking in the first place, but on a deeper level, what are you making your ability to reach the goal mean about you? Or maybe your inability, maybe this is something you've been working at and you've been trying at for years and years and years. Is your personal worth and your value and your enoughness somehow tied into reaching the goal? And that is why there's so much pressure for you to track and to do it perfectly. Now, if you're somebody that is like me, where you've kind of stepped out of the dieting game, 
you've decided that is not going to work for me. That is not a long-term strategy, but you're also kind of feeling like maybe I'm just floating, right? Like I'm feeling a little bit lost. I'm wanting to be a little bit more intentional and mindful with my food and my exercise or, or money and how I'm spending my time, but you don't want to get back into that perfectionistic, that all or nothing obsessing about food or exercise or your steps then again, I would just encourage you to also look at how you are thinking about tracking. Can you work to just kind of neutralize it to where you're seeing it as simply a tool and not necessarily that report card that is going to mean something horrible and negative about you if you're unable to do it perfectly? Really, it all comes down to this all or nothing black or white thinking us tying our worth and our value and our enoughness into our goal, whatever that is. Tracking is completely neutral. The scale is completely neutral, right? Your weight, again, completely neutral. And the way that I like to think about tracking or the scale for that matter is that it can either be a tool that we use for ourselves, we use it to help us get to the goal or to reach the target that we're working on, or we end up using it as a weapon against ourselves. And it really does just come down to how you're thinking about it, how you feel about it. And at the end of the day, what you have personally tangled up in whatever that number is, right? For a lot of us too, we can feel the exact same way when it comes to budgeting our, our money, right? Or looking at our bank account that can evoke all sorts of really intense emotions, depending a little bit on the baggage that we come with from our family of origin, past experiences that we had, things that we saw growing up, uh, the messages that we receive from society and, and the media and our cultures, the ones that we grow up in. And our job is to really just kind of look at all of these things and decide whether or not the stories that we're continuing to tell ourselves about these things is ultimately helping us or hindering us. And so for me, I don't have a problem with tracking. I do keep track of my steps. I do have a target that I like to hit for my activity minutes every day. Um, like I said, I'm not tracking food in as far as like cal- counting calories or macros. I have all sorts of thoughts about those things anyway, but more just trying to be intentional of, am I getting protein? Am I getting veggies? Am I getting fiber in with most of my meals? Now, when I notice myself kind of starting to lean back into that perfectionistic or that obsessive tendency, that's my cue to really just kind of step back and reevaluate the relationship and just remind myself, remind my brain that that's not how we're going to do this. That's not how we're going to approach this. We're going to look at this tracking as a tool and we're not going to use it as a weapon against ourselves. So if you are somebody who is wanting to track then I think that's great. I think do it as long as it is ultimately helping you. And again, you are using it as a tool and you're not using the tracking against yourself to beat yourself up, um, to kind of shame yourself into taking more action because we know that that ultimately isn't going to help you take the aligned, consistent action with your goals. And this is really just an invitation to kind of take inventory. You know, if you are somebody that wears a watch, do you notice that you kind of go into a tailspin if you don't hit your step count? 
Uh, do you notice that you're constantly obsessing and thinking about your food and your calories and your macros and tracking everything? Do you constantly feel a little bit of anxiety if you don't hit you know, your activity minutes or you don't close all of your rings every day? That can be an indication that that relationship with the tracking and really, you know, the relationship that you have to yourself is something that you want to spend some time working on so that you can use this as a tool to help you continually, consistently move toward your goals and your targets. So those are just kind of my high level thoughts and tracking. I think at the end of the day, it can be a great tool. I think that if we're not careful, we can use it as a weapon against ourselves. And I am all for it if it is something that is going to help you ultimately stay on track, stay consistent with your every single day daily actions to get you moving closer and closer to that dream and that vision and that life that you imagine yourself living. Now, I hope that this episode blessed you. I hope that it helped you. I would love to hear your thoughts on this or any other episode. Please feel free to connect with me on Instagram at Alicia Carlson underscore. Uh, If you are at that place where you have been dieting for so many years, you feel like you've tried all the things, maybe you've even lost weight and you found that it's come back, or maybe you've lost weight, but you're like, this really isn't something that is sustainable for me. I wanna invite you to take the next step. You can schedule a completely free, no strings attached consult by going to aliciacarlson.com slash contact, or you can email me directly at alicia at aliciacarlson.com to schedule that time. I would love to just hop on a call, hear kind of the things that you've tried, where you're at now, where you wanna be, so that we can come up with a collaborative plan to get you from point A to point B without the dieting drama, without feeling deprived or restricted, but really putting you in the driver's seat to give you that feeling of empowerment and confidence when it comes to food and your body and your life in general. Hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Again, thank you so much for spending your time with us and we'll be back with another episode. Bye.